Hey, welcome everybody. Oh, hey, Tyler House Finch Show. Where am I? Where are we? Where are they? Right there. Cool. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Zach Shu here, Memphis Fence Company, uh, MFC Manufacturing Powerhouse Fence Show. <clears throat> hey, don't forget Simpolo. I don't. Do I work for Simpolo? I guess I do, kind of. This, this show is brought to you by Simpolo, Memphis Fence Company, MFC Manufacturing, Dan's Wallet. We say yeah. that. Yeah. Presented you, Dan. by Dan's Wallet. Thank you, Dan. You're Thanks for supporting back. this fun venture. Thanks for being here. It's yeah. enjoyable. So this is Dan Turbyville. It's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Owner and host, and I will be considered the other host. So welcome, everybody. This is a pre-recorded episode. We got schedule conflicts going on, so we're not going live this week. Why is that? What was the reason again? Well, because of Zach. Oh. We had to reschedule three times because of Zach. But why can we not go live tomorrow now? Because I'm busy. Uh, yeah, so I was going to go out of town. I was going to go to Hampton Coliseum for a festivity. A band called Goose is performing for two nights, and it's an event called Goosemas. Two nights only. And then... What? You're not going anymore? Not going. We canceled. We decided it was extremely irresponsible to do that. And look at right you. at Christmas time. And um, our two daughters' birthdays are January 8th and January the 16th. So we've got Christmas, three kids with a Christmas, and then two birthdays immediately following. So somehow our family has, like, my wife's family and mine, we ha there's like 12 birthdays in January. Amazing. It's crazy. We can almost just have like one party and celebrate everyone's at once. But no, that would that would make too much sense. They want to have an individual party for every single person. So if your birthday is on the same day as another person, yes. you have a breakfast party and a dinner party. I'm going to try this yes. joke. Let's see if I've got it right. So the Easter Bunny wasn't the only person behaving like a rabbit in the month of April. Did that work? Easter's in April. Easter mm -hmm. Bunny. Is it nine months from April? I think to that January? tracks. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. <laughs> so, right. That's a long, uh, maybe slow burn. Maybe I don't know. Someone will have to count backwards. No, so. that's good. As long as it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Okay. Good All job. Right. You're a farmy country. Well, at least you're wearing cowboy boots. But do you know about like uh, husbandry and reproduction of farm animals or rabbits farm animals yeah. i don't even know if that's a real no, i had cows is that close is that similar to a, a rabbit a cow <laughs> no cows are useful uh my i had i knew someone who was raising these giant newfoundland you, rabbits for food yeah i'm gonna put it under please. the table i'm so sorry <laughs> my feet my hand is like halfway cut off yeah, my thumb is bleeding through the Band-Aid as we speak. It's the best I could do for the yeah. show. Thumbs up. I've been working in the shop today doing one of my... Good, good thing we're not monetized on YouTube because we would have just been demonetized. Why? Blood. You can't show blood uh, on YouTube. And That's not blood. This is a colored, a beautifully colored Band-Aid. Hmm. It's a Band-Aid. All right. It's like a... I don't know. A weekly mind. North Carolina construction report. 
Cool. That's important. We will have, hopefully we'll have a need for that soon. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying? I was saying something good, man. Who knows, man? And you then were talking you, about like rabbits and husbands. I was changing this. I was going off that. Oh, I was do, I've been doing my favorite thing to do today. So I'm like super happy. Uh, a lot of stress has been lifted. I've really enjoyed doing what I've been doing today. I've been fabricating, which is a love of mine. Welding. Mm-hmm fabricating and mm-hmm. doing some managing and training simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So that's been pretty awesome. I there's one customer that would be overjoyed to hear this if and, we get and, their gate installed. Like, right. And then there's this other customers, the other customers who have been potentially neglected today will not be so excited. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But what have you been working on? Let's tell the people what you've been building. Mm-hmm. So I call it Bam Bam. Yeah. And I, cause I think it's fun. I think it's fun to have fun. And I named projects funny names. Um, Wait, did you? I don't think you made the name. Are you sure? I don't think Alyssa made the name. Mm, I don't think so. We'll let, we'll see what she says about that. But I'm well, pretty sure she made the either name. Either way, she may have said it, coined it. I have perpetuated it, yeah. accepted it. And just, even addressed it as such to the customer. It's around now. So I'm rolling with it. So what is it? I love the name is what's most important. All Who right, came cool. up with it? I have the credit. Anyone can have it. I love it. So what is it? What so are you it's, working this on? is a it's a giant gate for a 30 foot opening mm. uh, not, made out of. It's not that big. Well, it's made mean, out giant? of it's made out of four by six rectangular tube quarter wall rectangular tube. Mm. There are three horizontal members. Mm each horizontal member contains a section of one inch steel cable. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the, the breaking strength of this cable. Mm. Do you something like 108,000 pounds per cable? Yeah. Uh, there, I think it, that's right. It hinges on a piece of two inch solid bar. Mm. It's beautiful. I mean, like, I can't, I, describe this and do it any justice even the people who are building it so are here's, just here's now the, saying here's the answer is a crash gate oh crash gate so yeah. i was i mean i'm going with the details yeah. apparently you, i'm the you detail went all guy in. so this thing it one leaf is so heavy that two men can't pick it up so it exceeds it's probably a, 500 600 pounds per leaf it's a beast so this uh mfc manufacturing we are building a crash gate right now and what is a crash gate intended to do? Destroy whatever crashes into it. And and not allow someone to trespass or enter the property. Yeah, so make sure you put a camera on it. So, anyone out there with a crash gate, make sure you put cameras on it so you can get cool videos we when people run into the it. results. I, I'm so sorry, <laughs> y'all. Hey, I was, I've been looking in the space. Uh, I know, it's kind of weird. We, we keep moving the cameras around every which way, like so we never stuff. really know where to look. Um. So this came about, we have a customer and their proper, they sell pressure washers, big, huge ones, um, yeah. expensive pieces of equipment. I think one of the smallest ones we just bought, smaller ones was like 10 grand. And then they go up in size and value from there. Yeah. And what so they like experience. Hot water pressure washer that, you know, mixes soap in with it and all that kind of stuff industrial cleaning type of exactly. pressure washer, I guess. And that's what they do. They sell cleaning products as yeah. well. Um, and so what happened was some, a couple of different occasions, someone used a box truck 
and backed it into their chain link gate repeatedly until the gate just was demolished. Yeah. We built them a new gate, put it up. Same thing happened again. I think this happened, what, four or five times in 2023? Four or five. Yeah. Okay. And then we proposed an idea of, hey, let us build you a crash gate and put in there. Uh, we want to try building a crash gate and let's put it in there and see right. what it does. And we came to a... What's the word I'm looking for here? It, it, a, a mutually beneficial agreement. Yes. That. Thank you. Yeah. So we came to an agreement on cost that we thought would work for us to experiment. And they were like, okay, we're that's cheap enough or whatever. I consider that a decent value that you can experiment on me. Yeah. The cool yeah. part about it is it's bright red. It's, yeah. like, it's like fire extinguisher red. I thought you were about to say something else, but that's, that's cool. It's like... But all right, I I was trying to use a color that's not um, that's trademarked. Their, that's their color, right? Like that's their brand is red. Little do they know they share the same color code with, with another brand. Someone who sells auto, <laughs> a lot of brands <laughs> with someone who sells auto parts. As don't it tell. Turns out, but I don't think they watch this show. So this is what we'll do. We're gonna build the gate or finish the gate, install the gate. When are you installing it? Next week. Friday, we're gonna try to get in Friday. Still so maybe for Friday. Yep, and maybe so not, this thing it's pretty not cool. Saturday, and like I mean, there's a lot of hours in development of this thing and design and trying to figure out how to like hinge it and latch it and all this stuff in a way that would sustain an impact from a vehicle. And uh, so what we'll do is we'll put some pictures, Alaria. I've already taken a couple of pictures of like the cable inside and all that the other day. And Ilaria will get some pictures of it once it's installed, and we'll post that so y'all can all see what we're talking about. One of the fabricators has been taking pictures along the way. Also, some action shots of me working and welding. That's cool, awesome. cool. Everyone will believe I'm a fabricator. It's not a, it's not it's, a fabrication. We use Photoshop a lot. I so. Actually, fabricate. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what I've been working on today, partly due to the really my experience has been needed in the shop to be able to do this and then also the the hands-on aspect i could walk over there and say this is how okay now weld that out but yeah. it's really just going faster and smoother and i think going to work out for us if i build it plus it's like the prototype yep so there's a lot well, of and head there's scratching a lot of, so like for the on. whole hinge system on there it's pretty precise so it like really we is. had he he said we don't want to sit here and talk about this for the whole hour, right? I so love, I'm, I'm I would trying love to, to like get to a conclusion. But I'll stop talking. So he said we put in this two inch bar. So it's a precision turned, chrome plated, coal rolled, solid piece of steel. Um, it's like a fifty pound bar that is the pin for the hinges. And so we had some collars made that have <laughs> that have like uh bronze bushings inside of them and all that stuff and I don't remember what the tolerance was, but it was it was pretty tight. I mean, like five ten five thousandths, seven thousandths, something speak like machinist, that. Machinist, man. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so it's pretty precise where it needs to be in, like getting everything in there lined up just right so that it's not going to be bound up. So yeah, and my my it's pretty daggum tight. Yeah, pretty pretty tight. <laughs> Zach That's was like, I, I can that. move it if I use a eight foot long pry bar and have three people pushing it. Is that good enough? It actually has resulted in just me. working the way it's supposed to. Yeah, I can yeah. move it up. I can move it down. Yeah, yeah, cool. So let's move on.
Okay. We'll show cool. you some pictures. It is exciting. It's exciting for us. Sorry, y'all had to uh, endure that if you're not into that kind of stuff. So uh, we already talked about we're not live. This is recorded. If they're not into that kind of stuff, they're not my audience. Yeah, right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go to some other show. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. So I again, like normal, I want to say thank you, listeners. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting us. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank give you. Us, thank you. Give us a like, comment, rating, some sort of affirmation. Uh, so I stole that word from Joe Evers. He says affirmation. I like that. Um, we reached 100 followers on Instagram. We what? We reached 100 followers on Instagram. Hey, there we go. Thank you for all the hard work you do. Alaria, putting in the work. Yes. Getting it done. So next time we're going to have a thousand. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. That's a goal. And um, so, yeah, let us know you like it. And then also tell, I mean, we're open to hear what you want to hear, who you want us to have on the show. Yeah, we, we're just stuff. asking just a response. Good, bad, either yeah, way. We don't care. Right. If we think we suck, tell us. Yeah. Be like, y'all suck. But cool. I mean, at least give a reason why. That would be cool. All right. So let's hear some Italian this week. How about preparations? Preparazione. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Well, whatever. We tried. It's pepperoni, right? And then what you I said? Go, at the same time, it's contemporaneamente. Contemporary. What? Contemporaneamente. Contemporaneamente. <laughs> Why are there so many syllables in right, that word? Like what 27 is syllables. It's literally one of the longest words we have, I think. But you want What is the longest word in Italian? I don't know. I thought it was that one. It's not longer than supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. But that's we do too have bad. that one too in Italian, so. Do you? <laughs> yeah. All right. Say it in Italian. It's the same. Almost. You just add it. Odoso. Oh, yeah. It's the only so. difference. <laughs> It sounds much better. So that's a Mary that's Mary Poppins, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you watch Mary Poppins in Italian? Yes. That sounds that makes sense. lovely. I didn't know that it made it over there. <laughs> it sounds lovely. How lovely. Okay. Yeah, they finally stretched a fiber optic cable across the ocean what? and are able to transmit signals. You're welcome, world. <laughs> <laughs> We can I now is, share Mary Poppins with the world. I is smarting today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next week, I am attending the uh, Fence Business Conference by Thornton. Thornton, whatever. <laughs> Thornton. What is it? The uh, Thornton Consulting Group. Thornton Fence Consulting Group. I do terrible at this. Oh, my goodness. So I'll be there. Um, hey, Mr. And I think the plan is next Thursday morning, because I'm driving back Thursday. So I think the plan is next Thursday morning, we're going to do a show. Okay. I don't know if you saw this yet. And it will be like me sharing my experience of being there. I'll, I mean, I'll do it. If we're doing a show, I'll do a show. All right, cool. So, yes. Um, so, listeners, you have that Except. to look forward to in a week. Um, Are you going to do any, um, you know what I mean, on site? You're gonna know. get us any inside? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'd like to see some something. Cause cause... It is a paid event, so like, I don't know how they feel. Like, probably can't record any of the people speaking, but I might be able to talk to some folks. And are you're gonna be on a panel? Yeah, 
And we want to see that. Yeah. It, I'll make sure so that no one you, records you, but that. the other people on the <laughs> We want to see the panel. I'm going to make sure nobody <laughs> records that. Maybe a picture is okay, but Just kidding. Well, we I talked well Justin Judy, we talked to Justin Judy. He said he didn't know if there was anyone recording, but that's a cool idea, but this is kind of cool with this whole idea of exchanging knowledge and all that, sharing mm-hmm. our successes and failures insights and right yeah i want to share one success what's that eventually oh okay. <laughs> one of these i days. like how you I, that was i wish we that was scripted that was good which one is it uh, well i haven't had one yet <laughs> yeah so i mean hey we can share failures i will say if you're building a, a 30 foot long single swing gate make sure you put the hinge in the right place that's important oh boy do you ever yeah, so we did that. We built a, it's a 60-foot double, 8-foot tall ornamental gate. We built it out of aluminum. And somebody put one of the hinges in the wrong place, and we had to drive like an hour and a half to the job site, spend two, somehow, they spent two days moving That part we didn't have to spend. We didn't have to spend two days. We shouldn't yeah. have had to spend two days. Yeah, but. right. But either way, that's what, the way it worked. All to move the hinge up 10 inches. So I think I have a theory. You know the telephone game? Are you familiar with this yeah, yeah, concept? Yeah. So you say a thing. Everyone knows it. I'm going to say it anyway. So you say a thing, you pass it to the next person, it goes down the line. So I'm curious. So if you have you wanna, a you know directive. What I just so I, remember when I flipped this mic over the other day? Yeah. And I spent all this time. Watch this. Yeah, that's how we did it the first it time. It would just flip around that way. I'm such an idiot. Oh, my goodness. So telephone game, you pass <laughs> the language, whatever, of yeah, saying person, 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 person. So I have this theory. I just, this is the thing I just thought. That speaking of taking two days and it really, because I my immediate thought is how long would it have taken the pair of us to do mm. that? So I'm thinking, so if you're at the top and the information comes directly from you, which sometimes it does, sometimes it comes from me, so there's not as many people in the chain. So I think if it takes you two hours, then it takes goes to me, then it takes me four hours. And then it goes down the so line. It doubles, so by the time it gets to the bottom. It's 16 hours. Yeah. That's how that works. <laughs> Probably. It's like the telephone game, but with labor hours. It checks out. It doubles every level. <laughs> okay, so of here's the first part. You don't eat lunch, I eat lunch. So it immediately takes me a little bit longer. Right. That's one thing. Yeah. You know, and wherein I might scratch my head at the beginning and then start the job then the next guy under now he takes lunch two breaks and scratches his head before and after each break mm-hmm. <laughs> okay sorry we it'd be funny to see this in a little cartoony thing i'm right. just goofing off it, it took two days that's what it took i mean that's how this goes yeah. you know yeah so I, I i was talking to zach and i said you know that's eight thousand dollars in lost revenue by us shutting down our installation for two days to go fix something that somebody messed up it's a big deal so that's uh little, i'd love to little use details, your saying you know? bought lesson is a taught lesson but nobody bought that lesson you Except bought me, that and i already knew the answer <laughs> so i bought it for someone else i gotta so say far. i'm pretty i won't that will never happen again we got as far as check I can that one say, off the box. As far as I can say, you know, yeah. under my eye, watchful eye. Right. We um, learned, man. That's and been that a was rough painful. Job. That Golly. was hard, man. That's painful for me. All right. So let's talk about this NASA NASA deal. Uh, it's spelled N A C A. 
for anyone listening. Na- um, you mean NASCAR? <laughs> no. It's no, still, I thought we were going to talk about NASCAR. I was ready. Na- NACA. It's the generic version of the people that send things to the moon. All right, so here's the concept. I was talking to this guy the other day, and I said, hey. Um, well, actually, I called him up, and I was like, what would a fellow like me have to do to hire a guy like you? And, okay. of course, you know, his immediate funny response was, oh, about 300000 a year probably do it. And I was okay. like, yeah, I bet it would. And uh, so the conversation then evolved into him saying, look, I got to hire some people in the near future, too. And I've been trying to figure out this process. And so he says, here's what I'm thinking is I want to sit down a list, sit down, write a list of my NASA team. So if I were to build a spaceship that's going to the moon, this is the team of people that I would want involved in that kind of project. He said, and then I'm going to look at each one of those people and I'm going to figure out the characteristics that they all have in common. So look at some commonality among this group of people and try to figure out what type of characteristics I'm looking for in a person and then tailor interview questions to find those characteristics. So what are are your thoughts? Zach is just staring at me very blankly. And so for anyone listening to the podcast. Y'all, y'all miss out on There's the video a lot stuff. in there. There's a lot in that for me. First, I'm like, I don't like, I feel under-equipped or ill-equipped to be the guy choosing the people or determining their skill set. Am I doing a decent job of that now? Do I really think about that? And so then, well, and then so I'm also, so do... if I'm not the one choosing, then I'm on the team, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Team member am I? Right. That's what I so, immediately think is which team. That was my first immediate thought is which team member am I? So oh, wait, right now, so now I'm choosing a team right now. How do we hire people? I knew you. Right. Yeah. So I, I knew you. But how do we choose people? We just like Alaria, you've been interviewed by Memphis Fence Company, and it's a pretty informal thing. Like, let's just sit and chat for a while. How do we intuitively? I think, honestly, it's a kind of a gut feeling kind of thing. And it's that's the same. Like we also with people, if you vibe with someone. Mm. it's kind of it's already like your gut is like okay this could potentially be a good person so for anyone listening we do ask questions and we do talk about what we're expecting a person to do and the job and the business and all of that kind of stuff and so what i look for and what i saw in alaria was some excitement right Mm -hmm. so i interviewed other people that we've talked about this Mm -hmm. who were more qualified who had experience in doing things similar to what we're trying to do and but i didn't see that level of excitement in them and so I've chose that excitement, attitude, personality over experience and knowledge, right? You know, I, I take that choice, but like, that's a kind of a different thing. So I, I kind of like his idea and my thoughts have been like with us trying to expand and get into doing other things and all of this stuff, my thought has been like, if we're going to go play in the major leagues, we need some superstars, right? Right. So kind of similar analogy, but not as in-depth as him looking at character traits. So for whatever that's worth, I just wanted to share. I thought it was kind of neat conversation that I had here within the past week. So I like this. I like it. And I've been thinking about it today. You know, I've hired a well, one of the guys I have, we have whatever that um, I hired recently that's turned out to be really awesome. Uh, has been with us a little while and then i got a new guy who's about a weekend and is looking pretty rad mm-hmm. so the thing about that team ship and developing the team is when your pitcher quits regularly or you lose that like 
It's difficult to... Can you define regularly so that we look less terrible? What? How often is your pitcher quitting? Oh, well, I'm... Lately, it's not been quitting. It's not been their choice. It's been my decision. Okay. So we're losing our pitcher. How frequently? Twice a year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or once a year, I think. Okay. And honestly, I think that was just because... Well, when you say longer than necessary, when you say regularly, my mind goes to like every two weeks. But that's kind of like a sports team. Yeah, they get new. They want. I guess they don't get a whole new team each season. But yeah, I mean, I don't really know how sports works, but they can do like trades, and you know, they draft people. Let's do that. Do trades? Yeah, let's institute the (laughs) fence workers association trade and draft ship or whatever draft. So I don't people, even know what that means. People that graduate out of oh, right. yeah, the, yeah. the fence school, whatever that's going to be, then all of the fence companies get together and we we pick our draft picks. Yeah, good idea. All right, we need a Brian Move. Fredrickson. If you're listening, you're the guy to get the job done. He's going to do the do the fence workers draft. Yeah, facilitate the fence workers F- draft. FWA draft. Well, we've talked about that, about wanting to go to trade schools or high schools or whatever. He probably has bought the domain already, (laughs) fencedraft.com. So we're going to have like fantasyfenceteam.com? Yeah. That'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so you get points about how good your... Trading uh, cards. How good your your fence team does at the, the fence games. Yes. At the trade shows. Nice. Yeah, cool. All right, so we're almost 30 minutes into this thing. Our agenda is five pages long. We've yet to even make it into the meat and taters. Okay. You wrote too Um, long of an agenda. No. What happened was I started writing this agenda, and then I realized, wait a minute, this whole topic that I had planned to talk about is not going to fit into one show. Now I'm concerned about the broken down part of it even fitting into one show. You could so just, I, I I'll just be quiet and you just recite everything on the, just read it. Yeah. Just read like, it. Like dry, clear eyes. Exactly. Like in my normal voice. Right. Yeah. That's exciting. What do you think about that camera angle? That's like pretty it. crazy, isn't it? It's cool. So that, that's oh, it. They can see my pretzels. Yeah, they can. Oh my gosh. And they can see your drink. I think it's a little well, that's dark. Okay. I don't mind. It's just coffee. It is a little dark. I don't know why that GoPro does that um there's probably some settings that we're just not qualified to use we are qualified to read the script yeah that's it we sit here and we talk that's what we got but i do think it's a cool shot up there that's neat all right so anyways um so we're going to start our talk about like job preparation and organization and stuff like that so kind of what happens after you sell a job but before you're on the job site This is going to take us several episodes to get through, so just bear with us a little bit. We already talked about how I thought, I I don't even know how many. Um, I did put a note here uh, that says, guarantee we're not getting through this whole thing in an hour. So um, it is something that we struggle with, right? Like the whole organization of where (laughs) Zach loves to eat for anyone who doesn't know that. He eats like 12 times a day. Today um, I only eat once. What? Because I was working. Oh, wow. It's pretty fascinating. I learned that when we were in Las Vegas. And it's like, 
we got done eating and we walked 300 feet and he's like, yeah, look, there's a restaurant. So it took us four days to walk three miles down the strip because we had to stop at every restaurant. What else are you going to do? I don't know. Um, Vegas. Right. What, like what other wholesome activities? Ride a roller coaster. Go to meow, go to meow wolf. Check. And then basically just walk the whole strip. Watch the fountain. How many times can you, did we, I mean, we did that several times, yeah, four or five. I did that a few times when you were in bed. I just like went and leaned on the rail. And I did that while I was in bed too, because my window overlooked the fountain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mine looked at the dumpster in the back. <laughs> so what are we talking about? We're going to start talking about our All project right. preparation process. So this whole thing has been kind of like a series. And before we tell you how to bid a commercial job, we want to tell you all the things that can go wrong and the things that I believe you need to know before you get into it. So um, these here's kind of a recap of some of the important things that we've talked about so far. Episode number five called Cash is King. Mm-hmm. Episode number six, scheduling pains, which I think some of we may kind of duplicate a little bit of that. Oh, well, actually, what it's back. Cool. Good thing it's not live. Yeah. Right. Oh, hey. Except the recording is just being streamed like it was live. Um, so episode eight through 10 is where we had a banker on. Then we have one of our vendors on, we had an insurance guy on all of that plays into doing these jobs. And then 13 and 14, we talked about employees, payroll and taxes. So there's been that that's kind of leading up to where we're headed. Um, the beginning of this is going to be talking about contract documents, right? So super boring. I'm sorry, but it is something important. And uh, I don't know. I thought maybe one day we might get like a legit, some sort of contract professional attorney or something like that to come on the show. And they might be able to dive a little deeper than what we're capable of doing. All I can share with you is my experience. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a professional uh, at making contracts or anything, but the bigger the GC, the more complicated the paperwork is. That is definitely true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we have done work for local small general contractors, and we have done work for the largest general contractor in America. And I can definitely tell you the bigger they are, the more complicated they are. So just keep that in mind. If you've never done a job for a general contractor before, you might want to start with like some local smaller contractors. Don't go out and try to find the biggest, baddest contractor there is because it's going to be complicated. So yeah, I would suggest getting your feet wet, kind of starting there and then building up, right? Don't jump in and go for the, the NASA team. Don't go for the major leagues right out of the gate. NASCAR team. I was just thinking NASCAR works too, because you're going to have a pit crew. Mm. Yeah, you have a team in NASCAR. You have, I mean, you I'm have sorry. lots of teams of things in the world. <laughs> That's going to be turned into a great reel. There's lots of team things in the world. All right. There's lots of things that are teams. So do we talk about um, that? That's right up to you, that boss. That's your, that's your baby. Maybe soon. Maybe next time. I mean, okay. 
All right. So when you get a contract, we're talking about doing contracting more than fence. That's it. That's a that's a real quick version. Okay. Yeah. So when you get a contract, there it's going to include a lot of things. And again, the bigger the contractor, the more complicated it is, and the more paperwork. So it may be five pages long. It may be 175 pages long, and it may be anything in between. You have any? Or have we exhausted the the, the Zach for the night? I was just <laughs> I was just reading the last contract I read. Oh, like right. yeah, it was long. They're pretty exciting reads. It's very long, man. They don't you, they really lose me because they don't have any pictures. Come like on, I'm, man. I'm more of a picture kind of dude. If you're gonna give me a book, I'd like for it to have some some pictures and illustrations. In Get it. out of here. Yeah. Um, that's why I like reading books to my kids at night. They got lots of pictures. What I make my children listen to me read like stupid stuff they don't want to listen to. <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay, I'll go to bed. All right. Fine. <laughs> the pout pout fish. Man, that's good stuff. Oh, we've been reading that. Yeah. We've been reading that. And then the uh what is it? The mustache baby? Yeah, contracts are annoying for me. I mean, lately, especially because I was hoping I could just pass it to someone and not put it on your it. desk. Of mm -hmm. course, I just I'm not. I'll just email that to the boss. He's got the power, man. Mm -hmm. He's got the power. Yeah. So kind of the way I like to operate is Zach gets to read it first, and Zach not gets to <laughs> like it's a privilege. No, it is a privilege. I honestly, I do feel privileged to be that you know, welcomed into that level of whatever stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's yeah. cool to be that part of, and I've signed one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we shouldn't. We. Uh, mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. So uh, yeah, I like for people to read the contract first, one. you know, like the yeah, checks yeah. at children's museum mm -hmm. where you go to the like grocery store and they have, cardboard cutouts of food that's yeah. basically how that went right so i like for the people to read their contract first and then give it to me and like give me your thoughts tell me what you saw in there that's scary or good or bad or whatever the case may be um the crazy stuff that stood out to me was the insurance thing yeah yeah it's crazy the whole thing is a whole contract is basically general contractors get a bunch of attorneys together and they write this really long document to try to figure like, out how, how to can protect we, them against anything. Right. How can we do this job, make money, and not be liable at all? Right. That's amazing. Yeah. In fact, we're going to make your insurance cover anything that goes wrong on this job before ours does anything. Right. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. There was some other stuff there, too, that was like, what? Now, I'm liable for the concrete guy somehow? Episode 10, we talk about yeah. insurance. Okay. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. And so insurance requirements will be one of the things. License requirements, bond requirements, if they are in there. Um, Which I don't know much about that yet, but we'll get there. Certificate of insurance is a pretty common thing, even yeah. if you're a small guy doing well, small stuff. So what gets weird about the certificate of insurance thing is sometimes they're easy. And then sometimes, depending on the job that you're working on, they might have some really crazy right. insurance requirements. Or they might think that they have crazy insurance requirements and your insurance actually meets their requirements. Yeah, and then you get to have that argument about how your umbrella actually makes your liability higher than what number is there. 
and the person that you're arguing with doesn't believe you and doesn't know anything and i did i think we talked about that on the insurance episode yeah, we did and then talked about having opening temporary policies to do specific jobs and yeah so i don't know about a temporary policy like i can endorse my ins i could add coverage to my insurance policy now that will be effective until renewal and right. i could drop it off at renewal so i can't add something on there for two months um there are some like we talked about USLNH, the longshore and harbor master whatever insurance and so on that you can you add USLNH per job right so I, I don't know enough about the insurance world to know exactly what you can add per job versus what you have to add for the rest of your you know year up until your renewal so um sometimes what i've experienced is I, basically every contact crap excuse me every contract that i receive goes to my insurance company they review the con insurance crap. report. Yeah, con crap. Wow. <laughs> this con crap. <laughs> your true self is just, I'm coming out at the booth. So every... Uh, Let every, me out of here. Every contract goes to the insurance company. They review the insurance requirements. They come back and they love to write these like 74,000 word dissertations about the insurance section. Like it'll be one page of insurance requirements and they send me back 20 pages of something that's wrong with that one page. So that's, that's fun in itself. Um, mm, and I a lot of times looking forward to it. what I've experienced is I'll take the insurance requirements, send it in, they come back with all this crazy stuff and I will just ask for our standard certificate of insurance and I send it to the contractor. I'm like, all right, this is what we have. If you want anything more, it's going to cost, cost you extra money. Most of the time they say, ah, that works. Every once in a while, they say, no, it doesn't work. You have to change your policy, in which case I give them a quote for also, whatever it costs. For more information, see episode 10. Yep. That's right. So, like I said, this stuff is going to kind of overlap with what we already talked about before, but I don't remember what we talked about before, and I was in the room, so okay, probably someone listening might not remember either. But uh, anyways, that's kind of how I handle those weird situations is I'll, you know, send it back to them and say this is what we have if you want more it costs extra and kind of enter into that negotiation stuff a little bit on the insurance um you will have to submit proof of the things we talked about before insurance contractor's license bonds all of this type of stuff so don't uh don't think you're going to pull a fast one on somebody and just say yeah sure i have a license for that when you really don't um so the bid bond is the next thing uh, I think we've touched on this a little bit, but we've never really talked about it. I am trying to get a bond guy on the show so we can kind of get a little deeper into that. But some jobs, when you bid them, you have to you have a bid bond, uh, which takes time to get. You need to know kind of an idea of how much the job's going to be when you go to someone and ask them for a bid bond. Obviously, you need to know who it's being bid to, what it is, all that kind of stuff. But have an idea of what the the cost of the job will be to get your bid bond issued. And that'll take a day or two to get done. And it has to be like, they can't email it to you, right? It is a original is what you have to have and what has to be submitted. Um, performance and payment bond. Oh, do you want to know what a bid bond is? Sure. This is my simple understanding of what a bid bond is. Bid bond. You're, you're killing it. Bid bond. I just say it in Italian. A bid a bond. <laughs> so um, 
the bid bond is if I submit a price for $50,000 for that job and they want to award the job for me, the bond company is saying that they will guarantee that job is going to be done for that price. Make sense? Yep. So if I try to back out and I'm like, ah, no, nope, now it's going to be 60000 then they can file a bond claim and go through that whole process. And the bond company has to either hire someone else to do the job and, you know, only charge the customer 50 grand or whatever. I'm going to out myself a little bit. But okay. I think I, <laughs> well, no, I'm going to out some, uh, someone else that uh, yeah, yeah. had Yeah, you heard a story about this. Right. So yeah. kind of like a bail bondsman, basically. That guarantees that you're going to come to court? Not me. I don't. Oh, go to right, court. right. Your buddy's going to, or that person you read. And by, I don't go news. to court. I don't mean I don't get arrested. I mean, I don't go to court. They're still <laughs> looking for you. That's why we're in the basement down here. <laughs> right. Yes. No, just saying. But so they basically guarantee they are an extra measure of, yes, this yep. person has the funds to do it. And we're going to guarantee that, yes, they'll do it. Well, at least, they don't, through we the, at least through the like contract obligation phase. Right. right. And then from there is where your performance and payment bond takes over. So that is saying that you will, that Memphis Fence Company would indeed do the job for the $50,000, complete the job for $50,000, and we would pay all of our vendors, suppliers, everything like that. Right. And if we fail to do any of that, then they can file a bond claim on the payment and performance bond, and the bond company will then have to step in and get the job done for the $50,000. So kind of in a nutshell... That's what your bond does. Um, the payment and performance bond does cost money. So is it a percentage of the value of the bid or? So it's actually, for me, it's say a dollar and 50 cents per thousand dollars for the first 150,000. And then from there, it's a dollar and 25 cents per thousand for the next 150,000. And then it's a dollar per thousand for the next hundred and fifty. Like it's some crazy thing like that. But is it like a literally a a quarter increment, or is it like some weird number? I just made those up. But it is it incrementally decreases per thousand the bigger the job gets. Okay. So up and you know every you do have a bond limit. So like a a single bond limit, an aggregate bond limit, all of that stuff. So. You're only allowed to bond a job up to a certain size, and you're only allowed to collectively bond jobs up to a certain amount, too. Um, no, don't want to do a software update right now. Kind of in the middle of something here. Um, so that's kind of a, a nutshell about what bonds do. And just remember, bid bond, for me, it's free. I assume that's standard. I don't know that for sure, but... Um, it doesn't cost us anything to get a bid bond, but it does take some time. And the performance and payment bond is what we'll pay for. Typically, if you have to have a bid bond, you will have to have a performance and payment bond. Those kind of go hand in hand. Kind of go hand in hand. That's right. Okay. So inside your contract, normally there will be something that tells you a time frame for returning the contract and submittals, which we suck at. Sorry, anyone who's listening that's waited on us for sending a contract back. Um, and then there also is, you know, a construction schedule a lot of times. Not always, but most of the time there will be some sort of construction schedule in there. Um, we talked about this before and how the schedule is basically useless at this point because things are going to change. The dirt contractor is going to get, you know, 
174% more time than what he anticipated. And we're going to get 174% less, less time. All of the time that the first trade uses, we don't have. Yeah. So that sucks to be the last and dude. the money. Right. <laughs> right. So <clears throat> yeah, by the time the we last get there trade on the scene, gets and it gets the they, shaft. They've removed the ornamental fence <laughs> and they've put a tarp in its place. Right. And we have seven minutes to install it. Right. Yeah. So, um, I don't, we, that's, I mean, yeah, it sounds like we're complaining, but I think the both of us kind of enjoy the, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. So, it's, I mean, it's as much challenge. as it's like, oh, so stressful. Oh, wow. But it's like, it is really fun. I mean, it's kind of like, I oftentimes think about myself in a position that's just like data entry. Right. Or, you know, like on an assembly line, putting a bolt in or, you know, something sure. like that. Just some task over and over. There's never any more pressure or any less pressure. Like it's just a consistent flow. And I think it would drive me insane. Right. Like I really I don't know what's wrong with me, but I really enjoy the time in life when I feel like the whole world is about to fall in on me and I have to do like 17 things in the next three minutes. That's when I really enjoy it. Right. I'm going to pull my hair out, but then afterwards I'm like, ah, oh, we made it. Yeah. Yeah, boy, let's do that again right. next week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go bid some more jobs. That was great. Well, so, hence the whole starting four, five, six, however many businesses were, or yeah, extensions of, of the business we're starting at once. I think every week I tell Elaria to go make a new Facebook page. <laughs> we need a new logo design. We need yeah. a new trade name. Right. I had an idea. <laughs> Let's do it. It's an idea that I had while I was sleeping last I night. I saw another We're doing it. Saw another blue. Wait, it's actually the same color blue. It's just a little bit different shaped. <laughs> saw a different blue shape. Yeah, and that font is just a hair different. So we got to have that one too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, so just be aware that the schedule thing, they will throw that crap in your face. Oh, yeah. Punitive it, damages. Well, not even that. That, yes, but I'm saying, like, I'll have, I've had, we shared this story where a contractor called us, and they're like, hey, we're ready for you to come set post. Uh, well, we haven't even ordered the material, and it's going to take six weeks. Oh, well, you, the contract says you were going to have that material here two months ago. Why didn't you do that? Da, 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 da. And, I mean, okay, yeah, maybe you're right, but... <laughs> You know, you really also are a project manager. Like, maybe you should manage the project a little bit because I know that when I get a schedule at the beginning of the job, it's not right. Sure. So they will throw that crap in your face, and they don't want to hear that it's going to cost extra money to get something expedited or to do it after the concrete's poured or any of that crap. They don't freaking care. Like, you just suck it up and you go do it. And, uh, Sometimes you get people that'll work with you that are understandable and reasonable and all that, but sometimes you don't. Um, yeah. So what Zach's talking about liquidated damages, I think he oh, there we go. Punitive. punitive. That's I, not I think thing. that's something from court, right? I don't like, know what that is. I'm sorry. I'm still in having recently been arrested, which did not happen. It hasn't happened. It's a joke. Actually. It's a joke. Everybody. I haven't been arrested in over 10 years. Good job, man. Yeah. yeah. Go Zach. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that, that's a real messy one. Um, I think I, when we talked about that before, I think I told the story of the job I was looking at, there was a four lane road right. over a bridge and the liquidated damages were $1,250 per lane per hour. Yeah, that one. 
Right. So, you know, you can get some crazy ones. Some of them are reasonable. I mean, I've seen $50 a day and like, okay, you know, if sure. I think I'm going to be late, I'm just going to stick a few weeks in there at the beginning of the job. Right. But Which is, this is the time to do this. That's what we're talking about. These preparations. Yep. If you think it's going to take longer, if you anticipate, um, whatever, you know, going over and we're about to talk about parts of the contract you don't agree with, the scheduling yeah, and all yeah. those options to discuss. And this is the importance I think, of reading and then you reading and then having someone else read the contract. Yep. And I think something important that we should do and we don't is we should produce our own schedule. And we should submit that to the general contractor and say, here's how much time we need to you know, procure and then here's how much time we need to prepare. And here's how much time we need to, I wish there was a word for install that started with a P. How much word we need to install or how much time we need to install. And like, you know, kind of like give them that schedule so that they know, because sometimes you'll see a job and they're like, oh, there's only 74,000 feet of fence on here. You can do that in a week. Right. And, you know, sometimes right. they're a little bit unrealistic, but um when you get a contract, you can take your little red pin and go through there and redline that thing or, you know, do it electronically or whatever. But you can mark it up and you can say, nah, I don't agree with that. And I mean, you can strike stuff. You can revise stuff and all of that. Um, you OK over there, man? I got to take a break. Oh, see you. This is what happened when we were going to Vegas. I have flashbacks. <laughs> so uh we were when we were going to las vegas we got on the plane here in memphis we're sitting in the plane and zach is not a friend of uh, a fan of flying what are you doing yeah you're just liking every picture oh sorry 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 okay uh, um i see Alaria just going from picture and tapping picture tapping to picture tapping <laughs> Uh, so anyways, we get on the plane, we sit down and Zach's not a fan of this stuff. And you can tell, like, he's got some anxiety going on and all this. And I mean, they're like, everyone's boarding the plane and all that stuff. And he just jumps up. He's like, I gotta go. I'll be back. And I mean, like just plows away through the aisle. Everyone's been on an airplane. You know, the aisle is not that big. Zach is not that small. He just plows his way all the way up the aisle against the flow of traffic and leaves the plane. And like goes back to the airport and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm about to go to Las Vegas for a fin show by myself. And I'm just sitting here like, what is going on? Where is Zach? And just like this, he did return. And so I am, I am. So we made it to Las Vegas and uh, everything. I told that, I told that to you told the episode that was with Tony Thornton. Yeah. I told that's whole the full story. Yeah, so I just told a, a version, a less than 15-minute version. Thank you. Don't let me tell it. All right, so back to the red line stuff. When you get into that, um, I've been in situations before where it took me a month or more of negotiating on a contract and, like, going back and forth. And, you know, by the end of it, you wind up in this email thread that's got 20 different people copied on it, and you've got attorneys and I mean, I think the superintendent and, you know, the electrician and everybody else was involved in negotiating on our contract. But uh, we worked through it and we came to an agreement and got the contract executed and sent it off. So what do you think about from our side of things in these 
easier contracts to easier uh, contractors to work for if they're not issuing a contract. I feel like we should. We, I, I don't know that we should, but it's an interesting thought that maybe we have our own version that is we more do. more than a proposal. We do. Okay. So, and is that something as far as preparing for the job? You've used the version of our contract. Are you setting me up or do you really not know? Oh, you mean I'm supposed to be doing that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we do have a contract that we can provide an owner right. or a customer, general contractor, whatever it is. Most of them have like a standard contract form and they'll send it to you. But yeah, well, you need a contract. Right. Like even if it's their contract, our contract, whatever it is, we need something, some sort of agreement that's signed that says like, we're going to do this fence for this amount of money. Right. Um, yeah. But it's uh we do have a contract. They yeah, I've have. used it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that caught me a little off guard. Sorry. I like to pro- I know the I know these things. I like to propose them as questions as if I am an audience member okay, or a viewer. Okay, okay. Yeah. And that's the structure and it seems I I Okay. It makes you nervous. Well, that's why I w- that's why I asked you. I wasn't sure. I Are pretty you, much like, know me most or? of the questions I ask you. I know the answer to. I'm asking as a person who's an onlooker to. Uh, Maybe that one I just wasn't sure about. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Whew, man. <laughs> just kidding. It's not that dramatic. No, because um, nothing ha- bad has happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, also, once you get through the contract, guess what? There's going to be some other stuff uh, attached to it back there. Hopefully, one of those things will be your proposal. That's great when they include that instead of just uh, like a line in the contract that says fence and gates for $10,000. Mm-hmm. Really like to see that proposal in there. Um, a lot of people want you to like go ahead and assign contact people. <laughs> and so, I mean, you might assign your office people for like billing and assign your project manager, assign your crew leader, assign a superintendent. Like they may want all of these people assigned a safety person. So that sometimes is like a person inside of your organization that's in the office that would handle the safety stuff. Sometimes it's a person that has to actually be on the job site. Just right. kind of depends. Uh, you might see like a, a buy America clause or act or something like that, that says, Everything you're going to use on the job is domestic. Um, you know, they may want safety training for the equipment that you're going to use on the job site or for, you know, ladders and fall protection and all of that kind of stuff. I know I'm trying to figure out which camera you swapped. <laughs> um, and they will want proof of that safety training. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, they know how to do it. They've been doing it, blah, blah, blah. That don't work. No. And then... You know, sometimes they want people or a person with like a OSHA 10 or OSHA 30 class or something. And that may be your safety person that you can assign. That may be people on site, CPR, first aid, drug testing, all that kind of stuff. Um, what was the other one of the other things that's kind of odd is uh, specific companies require us to use specific brand tools on their jobs? Well, you mean the company? company that makes the tools requires that we use their tools yeah isn't that odd yeah okay i think it's weird i think it's weird Mm. and they do they they don't supply them to us we have to own them yeah we had to bomb but the first few jobs we did for them we did get away with using our own tool brand 
of mm. our choosing. No, the Memphis we don't, Fence Tool Brand. MFC Tools. Nice. Look for Alaria. that on Facebook next week. MFC Power Tools. <laughs> uh, so, Alaria's crying now. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they did let us get away with using some other tools there for a little bit, and then they finally said something. They're like, you know, you really should be using our tools when we're hiring you to do a fence. And, I mean, it's a fair point. Is it? I think. I don't agree with that. I think. Are they going to provide the tools? Yeah. As long as you provide them with a check. Yeah. See, that doesn't sound a fair point to me, really. So you just tack it on to how the much? How price. much is the job? I mean, if you did $150,000 for these people, would would that make it a little more fair? Well, how much are the tools? Forty. A thousand dollars. Right. Oh, yeah, that's fine. For a whole, like, set up a whole truck for a grand. Yeah. And if you know it's a good brand, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the wrong color. Not, not a, it is the wrong color. <laughs> In fact, does anyone make tools? Well, the right yeah. color. There's a box store brand that's the right color. Mm. I'm not sure they'd hold up quite mm. for what we're doing. I do have some of those at my house. There's a. All right. So also in your contract, you're going to have <laughs> warranty forms that will be done at the end of the job. You'll have lien waivers, partial lien waivers and final lien waivers, partial lien waivers submitted with your monthly billing, final lien waiver submitted at the end of the job. And nice. we talked about all of that, I believe, before the billing forms and hopefully the billing process will be included in your contract package. So you do have to complete your bill on their forms. For some reason, all of the forms have the same information, but they all have their own form. And the formatting is different. The logos are different, things along those lines. So I personally have Excel spreadsheets that I have built that contain this information. And I just will do it in my own Excel spreadsheet and then like transpose that over onto their form. So just, uh, and, and when you're billing, remember, this month, we will submit bills, depending on holidays and whatnot, probably around the 20th of December. And we will get paid for those jobs around December 15th. I mean, February. No, February 15th. I'm sorry. That was a big mistake. So submit the bill December 20th. Get paid February 15th. Wouldn't that be cool if you could submit on the 20th of December and, and get, get paid, paid on, December, the 15th? on December 15th? Yeah, that would be weird. be amazing. Yeah. That would be crazy. <laughs> So there we go. Look, we one hour and we made it through one of two topics that we had on here. So this will be split. We're going to split the split. It's splitception. Okay, I'm with you. Okay, good. What are you looking at? What's going uh, the on? The time here? and the next topic and wondering how far we're going to oh, go. We're not going any further. Oh, you're not going into... We're not going into the next topic. The oh, next topic... I was going to say it out loud, boys. The next topic is submittals. Boys and girls. Let's circle back to this whole prom contractor thing that you threw out earlier that we would... Hey, like, that's like a good do. last few minutes of yeah, fun. Yeah, let's throw that out for a few minutes. So, See, Dan decided we were not disorganized or, need, or, or stretched thin or all working multiple... Having multiple job titles. So now we're going to do some more. Yeah, basically nobody's doing enough already. So let's do some right. more. Let's do uh, more. I think people have probably seen a pattern in listening to our Meet the Team episodes where everyone is like, yeah, I do this, 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 you know. And yeah. uh, so people wear a lot of hats and do a lot of jobs. But, I mean, we also got a lot of people. So let's use them, man. Let's push them a little bit. Let's see what they can do. Let's see what everybody's got. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, I know. For remember, the people on the I podcast don't, don't get to see you. I know, so they don't know where I go when I just go right. away. I just went away for a minute. Well, remember the conversation it. I had with the guy about the NASA team. So it's not like NACA again. It's not like I'm opposed to employing additional people if necessary. So there is that. No, but no, uh, I'm with that. I'm with that. The overall concept, what we're doing is we're expanding. Right. We're pursuing additional contractors licenses. We're taking steps right now to be able to work in Missouri. Uh, right. And we're taking steps in a few other states, but we're probably the closest closest in Missouri. But uh, yeah, I know I'm struggling tonight, man. I'm struggling. Do I get to travel and go inside to take pictures? Will you? Yeah. No. Oh, that's boring. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what we do. Maybe. If we do some really cool stuff, then yeah, we're we're gonna like we're gonna go on a road trip. <laughs> All right, so, um, so that was the wanna... plan is to like go after these fence jobs and kind of like be a little selective about the jobs that we want to bid, right? I want to bid complicated stuff. I want to bid the hard jobs. I don't want to go bid six foot tall chain link all across the country. Uh, I mean, unless we just get really good and figure out we can make good money, I, I don't know. But my thought right now is that we're gonna go after complicated stuff and. So we, uh, I was thinking about, no, I'm not going to talk about that. So then I was like, you know, wait a minute. What if, what if we just filled the role of prom contractor a little bit and we'll have these people that call and they're like, Hey, we want to fence around our parking lot. And then we find out they're also redoing the asphalt, the striping, you know, adding gate operators, which we would typically do. But running power to the gate operators, doing all of that stuff. Why don't? Why can we parking not just be blocks. prom? Yeah, parking blocks. Maybe you know some curb work. I heard some curb work. This Java's on there calling those wheel stops. Wheel stops. I've called it a parking block since I was. I really 10. want to flip your microphone over. It's really <laughs> annoying me now. No one on. No one listening can see that. I know, but as you and, in fact, no one out. on that. Hold on. I'm going to turn mine just so everyone on camera can see that it's turned the right way. There we go. <laughs> All right. So anyways, yeah, um, I call them parking blocks. But if you want to call them wheel stops, I don't care what you call it. As long as you That's what me check. and Dan do in our not on the podcast talking about actual things. We just dork around about nothing. Weird stuff. Yeah. Basically, whatever I like, you say, no, I don't like it like that. I'm going to do it like this, and I do the same thing to you. Yeah. And that, right. and that would be okay if we were partners, but I'm your employee, and so it's kind of an interesting dynamic we have here. You look at yourself. <laughs> look at yourself. No one can see you. I know. I was oh. looking at you, man. <laughs> You're hiding behind your boom. Yeah. All right, so yeah, we're gonna try to go after that uh, that prom contractor role a little bit. Uh, I don't necessarily think we're gonna go out and bid a bunch of public work or anything like that. Uh, at least not for the foreseeable future. And I have some concerns about like general contractors getting mad if we do too much of that. So yeah, so we're gonna kind of feel our way through it. But at least we are gonna take on some of those projects that are kind of like the parking lot remodel type of stuff and things like that. So. That's a, we don't even need a new brand. Wait a minute. We might. Uh, uh, no, we don't. Yeah, we, we might need a new brand. I thought we already got one. She doesn't even know. Yeah, uh, we, we'll talk about that later if we forgot to tell you. 
Yeah. And also, we didn't tell you about the shoe store yet either, but we'll talk about that. And we decided to scrap the uniform company and just start our own. Make our own. We're going to let you sew them. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to make a really mean joke, but I can't. (laughs) Why? It's not fit for YouTube. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Can't do that. Against Americans? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to be kicked out. (laughs) I I ask for that. I'm like, what do Italians think of Americans? And some things that you make fun of us for. I love this. I really want to like, can you swap some cameras just for fun? Okay. Hey. Now we're over there. So the prime contractor, I think that's the extent that you're going to talk about. That. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, cool. I mean, all we can do is commit like with everything else. We'll let people know how it goes. We didn't tell anybody that we're, you know, making steps in Missouri, but I mean, it's still a ways off. It's not like we're bidding a job in Missouri tomorrow or anything. So y'all uh, Missouri folks just relax a little bit. But anyways, that's what we got. And next time we're going to pick up and we will talk about submittals. And I have a good, well, a story that I find to be pretty entertaining to go with those. So there's just something to look forward to. That's pretty fun. That's fun. I'm looking forward to it. I just learned how to draw in AutoCAD in the past couple months or maybe last month. Yeah. So the last month. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And have since had the opportunities to submit my own submittals without much of your well, assistance. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Next time. So. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for joining. Tell us you like it or don't or whatever, and tell us what to talk about. Cool. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>